Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And we are here. <laughs> we are here. We are living a little bit of fear. A little bit. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, yeah. um, what are you been watching this week to take <laughs> your mind off of the world? Yes. Um, let's see. I have, I've been watching a lot of like random YouTube stuff, which isn't super helpful, but I've also, <laughs> Kyler and I started re-watching um, Breaking Bad, which we've watched a couple of times before, and it's one of our all-time favorites. Um, so we've been watching that. Um, I've also been watching some of um, the 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Pillow Talk shows. Have wow. you, have you yeah. seen any of the no, Pillow Talk ones? you went real deep into that one. Like. <laughs> I did actually. Well, the reason why I did was because for some reason, like I like some of the storylines of this season, but like I can't, it's for some reason, it's hard for me to get into it. And so I find that the pillow talk ones, which are just like other couples basically reacting to like the good parts of the episode. Sometimes those are a little bit easier to watch for seasons where you're just kind of like meh. meh about it. Yeah. So yeah, it's been fun. And I always kind of like watching the other couples react to stuff that's going on in the show because it's really kind of hypocritical of some of the things that they're like, oh my gosh. And it's like, honey, did you watch your season? Because <laughs> I did not. <laughs> they did not. I don't think I would, honestly, if I were oh, on air. Oh, hell no. If I were on anything, like if I were like an actor in a movie, I could not watch it. If I was anything, I could not watch it. I, I hate think, watching things of myself. I think this I could is why watch, I could not do YouTube. I could watch my episode of Jeopardy. I think. Okay, I could yeah, do that. I could do that. I could probably do that because it's not. It's you just kind of like standing there answering questions. Unless yeah. I did something really embarrassing, then I definitely couldn't watch it. Yeah. Hopefully they would edit that out for us. Hopefully, but who knows? If it's really good, if it's good for ratings, they're gonna leave it in. You never know. Maybe Alex Trebek would, like, fart or something so that they had to cut it. Yeah, there we go. He seems like I'll, a good guy. I, he would do that for me. He yeah, would. he would do that. He would. He always seems like he's trying to give everybody their best shot at not looking like an idiot on that show. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a national treasure. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'm worried for him. Scared for him. I know. Yeah. God. But honestly, like, the fact that he's still doing so good still able to literally host jeopardy and have pancreatic cancer when it's been like a year and a half yeah something. it's been over a year four. yeah like i know people who have gotten pancreatic cancer and died two weeks late like found out they had pancreatic cancer died two weeks later like my grandpa had pancreatic cancer and he lived a long time but he like could not he was like in bed because he was so sick so i mean he's doing pretty good so you never know hell yeah alex direct Keep on, keep on, keep it on. Because that would really fucking make 2020 suck even more. It would, yes. We don't, we don't need more. We don't. You know, Alex Trebek is gonna make it to 2021. He is. He's gonna, he's gonna make it. He's gonna make it beyond 2021. He's, he's gonna, gonna make thrive. it to 2026. Yes. Okay. Cool. We'll give him that. Let's. We'll do it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. When when he in 2026, when Alex Trebek dies, we're gonna come back and we're gonna. This is like we were talking about earlier. You're bringing things into the world. Like that's just. I know. I'm like, well, at least I'll give him a good six years. Give him some more. Yeah, give him a little bit more time. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. my simulation, after all. Exactly. It's your. It, it's your world, and you decided to give us all COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> I just did like the dog where it chokes on the water in the lake and it's like <laughs> I just <laughs> laugh. <laughs> You're so gonna hear that on the 
<laughs> I'm, excited. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited. Wow. That was an interesting sound. <laughs> I just like um, sandworm didn't pull my entire head into my neck. A sandworm. Sometimes you just gotta be a worm. Gotta worm it out. God, <laughs> yeah, that's really true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what have you been watching? Um, so we have been watching true creme de la creme fictional trash. We are mm. watching the new Nurse Ratchet show with Sarah oh, okay. Paulson and it's the one flew over the cuckoo's nest lady. Mm-hmm. It's the dude who does American Horror Story and it's fucking ridiculous. It is the yeah. most ridiculous concept of a show, but you can't stop watching. That doesn't surprise me because the guy who did American Horror Story is the same guy who did Glee and that show is so fucking extra. So all of those shows, like yeah. he just had, he has a, he has a type. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I saw that was on like when I opened Netflix, it was a trailer and I was like, what the fuck is this? It just started playing in the background. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but very watchable. <laughs> Cool, cool. Um, other than that, we've been watching uh, The Vow, which is the new Nexium documentary. Okay. Which is good. And something else. Uh, shoot. Shoot. I don't remember. Oh, no. Don't. I don't know. Shit's Creek. I've been, <laughs> I've been watching Shit's Creek. You've been up Shit's Creek? I've been up Shit's Creek without a paddle. <laughs> so has the rest of the world. Well, America, at least. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Shit's Creek has done very well. Yeah, I, I want. I need. We need to get into that one. I think because it's so good. It seems like a good show to be able to just like relaxingly watch, but still be also good, like decent. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's like it's not. It doesn't make you like grit your teeth and be like, oh, ever. I mean, it does yeah. make you cringe internally because of how awkward and bad at life these people are. But it's okay. Yeah, I mean, like. We love The Office, and that's basically all that humor is. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So, yeah, I get that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have to give that one a try because I think I think we'd like it. That's probably. good. And Hopefully. I know everyone says it, and I'm gonna say it because it was me. I literally started it and watched the first three episodes, and I was like, "Ah, I fucking hate this. This is dumb." Mm-hmm. And then I just powered through the fourth episode like a year and a half later, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, this is great. This is actually really good." Yeah. All right. I think I've officially said all of my things and rambled for 20 minutes. Um, So why don't we get on, get the show on the road. Get to the main event. Yeah. Pull out that horse and pony. (laughs) My initial was, my initial thing that I was going to say was chariot and dragon. So no idea. I love the chariot and dragon though. I'd much rather have that. (laughs) Instead of, what if it's a pony riding a horse? Oh, that's pretty cool. I would like to. See, I would love to see that. <laughs> Sick. Oh, man, that would be weird. Okay. I can't even like logistically make that make sense in my mind. I feel like the pony would have to be really flexible, <laughs> or it would just have to stand on top of the other horse. Yeah, it would not be comfortable either way. <laughs> Double decker horse just coming through town. <laughs> Can you imagine the poop from the top deck? (laughs) No. Okay, so for this week, we decided to watch a new documentary of sorts. um, And this is on HBO, and it's called Class Action Park. (laughs) And this is all about Action Park in New Jersey in the, what, 80s? 
Was it the 80s or 70s, 80s? Um, it's going to really disappoint you. It opened in 78 and shut down in 1996. Oh, it was open for yeah. 20 years, killing Way people. too long. <laughs> yes. Um, and the basically the whole thing behind it is it was just like a, secu- like a safety nightmare. Like multiple people died. Thousands and thousands of injuries. Like just fucking madness yeah. just peak 80s bullshit of just like for real the world has gone to hell and now we all want to die how has anyone like that's what i want to know is like because i i know you and you and i are both into like true crime and serial killers and stuff mm-hmm. like i feel like so many of the serial killers were like in the 70s and 80s and then like all this stuff happened in the 80s like how did anyone fucking survive that i time? don't know like people love fucking doing speed and shit in the 80s too like your heart would just explode no, yeah no thanks i just <laughs> i don't know how any how like the human race survived those decades because, i don't know shoo. man the 80s maybe it's just because it was just the 80s in america everybody else had their shit together but it was just That's like true. we really hit this point of like true nihilism materialism insanity just pure insanity for real yeah um i have two thoughts on this before we talk about this because i don't know it's like one of those things that i watched this two times and so in between the first and the second time one of my friends said to me this makes me understand how and why donald trump is the way he is and I was like, yeah, he's definitely Gene Mulvihill, but luckier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Um, like, this type of thing, if you have, especially if you have the right money, if you are, like, the, in the right position, like, you can do whatever the fuck you want and mm-hmm. get away with it. Um, and people will worship you for it and continue yeah. to pay money for you to literally almost kill them. Yes. Or actually kill them. Yeah. Which was a bummer. But actually, Donald Trump made a cameo in this. He did. He did. This, uh, which we'll get to, I'm sure. But yeah. Oh, so yeah. Uh, the comparisons, I think, are not uh, out of nowhere for that one. For yeah. Sure. And the other thing is that most of this footage, which I didn't know from the documentary when I looked it up, um, most of this footage is from MTV uh, Rage Hunter or whatever. And so that's Alice in Chains. Like the two oh dudes gosh. that they interview all the time. That's Alice in Chains. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's funny because I was, I was, while I was watching that, I was wondering like where all this footage came from because there was a ton of footage of the park and just like all the rides. Mm-hmm. And I did remember seeing like them talking to one of the park guests or something and they had like an MTV microphone. And so I thought that maybe some of it was from that, from like an MTV mm-hmm. type show, but I didn't know all of it was from. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's some that's part of Jean's daughter's, like, um, recordings that she did for the commercials. Right, yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, no, I think it's like a 42 or 52-minute full episode of Rage Hunter just at Action Park with Alice in Chains. That's hilarious. I'm like, they could have documented Alice in Chains dying. They could have, yeah, that would have been, that would have been, (laughs) that would have been crazy. (laughs) It would have been a lot. <laughs> yeah, the dude who says in part of it, he says like, "Oh yeah, it's like I just got an enema or something." That's one oh, of the guys. God. Ugh. All right. On that note, why don't we get into it? <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. So, it was just a chaos park. It was so much. They kept talking about that, and it started essentially because Jen, Jen, Jean Mulvihill was kicked off of Wall Street. For mm-hmm. frauds or something? I can't fraud, remember. Fraud, yeah. yeah. Fraud of some sort. Um, and so he bought two ski resorts 
uh, that were within the magical 45-mile radius of New York City. And Vernon, New Jersey, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to build a casino. But then the first thing that opened was the Playboy Club, mm-hmm. which seemed like a lot. Yeah, I was like, I I had no idea there was a Playboy Club in New Jersey, like in this area at all. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, oh gosh. I don't know. It was a lot. I shudder to think of all the activity that was going on in this area at the time. With and the how many, like, this. the whole reason that Donald Trump knew about Action Park was 100% because he went to the Playboy Club. 100%, yes. Ugh. Yes. God, I'm sorry. I just feel like Jabba the Hutt when I do that. <laughs> I know I hate I, I try to look at myself as little as I can because I get distracted by like oh my god that's what I look like that's what people see when they have to look at me from below <laughs> from below yeah it's not great angle either which is the big part yeah whatever we're okay yeah I don't care my <laughs> chin speaks to your chin chin um <laughs> so the whole thing was that these were ski resorts and so this dude got really ingenious and made mm-hmm. a huge fucking jet engine snow machine but even if you have a snowmaker there's still summer so it would have been an off season and he wouldn't have made millions of dollars or whatever he actually made from this so he decided to make action park <laughs> action park yeah water park and uh, uh just a danger zone a danger completely zone. Which, the first part of the Danger Zone, and honestly, like, for me, this whole documentary just kept being shocking, but still the Cannonball Loop slide has stuck with me. That was the first ride they talked about, and that one was the one that, like, really got me, um, other than the one we'll talk about later. But, yeah, yeah, so the Cannonball Loop, like, it literally, like, looks deadly. Uh It basically just looks like PVC pipe in this, like, super just like straight down yeah and then it goes into this huge loop and i like when they were talking i still i've watched this like four or five days ago and i still have not stopped thinking about the fact that they were talking about the people who were testing it which by the way they would just like bribe some employees to test Mm -hmm. these rides um and like the first people who went through the loop came out like with missing teeth because they'd been like hit so much yeah and so they did some changes and the next people who came through came out with lacerations that were from the teeth left by the first people (laughs) they were embedded in the padding because when you went around the circle you would go up and then you would slam down and slide which (sighs) i can't imagine being in there because like i love roller coasters but going up upside down on a roller coaster i'm like oh Mm -hmm. we could definitely die right here (laughs) we could just yeah and especially but in a roller coaster, it's not that it's not as bad because you can actually see kind of where you're going. You cannot see what's happening well, at all. And breathe. Like, if you're, like, butt yeah. or somebody is stuck in front of you and starts blocking the water, you just drown in a tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they had to, like, they have a special, like, door on top of the loop where they can go in and get people out because people get stuck in there all the time. Which seems very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. dangerous. No thanks. I would li- like no, no way. Well, okay. So the best part of this one that really stuck with me, other than the teeth, teeth. Um, the teeth. <laughs> so the doctor who, our engineer who uh, figured out that you could pull nine G's in there if you were the right size. You kept got going fast enough, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's like an F fourteen. This and an F 14 <laughs> Oh God, no, no, no. Uh. Uh-uh. 
And then I guess we'll we'll just continue onwards with Let's our rides. Let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is the I can't remember what it was called. The speed slide is that the one that they went down and then they shot out into the seventeen foot deep. Was that pool? was that I ha- I have something called oh. Aqua Scoot on here. Is that what that's called? No, the Aqua is Scoot else? is the one where they're riding the little um, pieces of oh. plastic down. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, know, so. I can't remember what the one was called, but it was. It sent you out of the side of the mountain and like yeah, into like, this cold, ice cold water. And I was like, yeah, that's smart. That's so smart. Yeah. And like literally what one thing I really liked about this um, documentary was that it had uh, people who were both people who worked there um, and people who were guests there. And um, one of the main people who was the get, who was talking about being a guest there was uh, was his name Chris Gethard. Is that how you say his last name? I don't know. I always say it get hard. <laughs> I know, I know. But I know him. I know him from he was in uh, Broad City. He played mm-hmm. Alana's boss in Broad City. He was so funny, but he uh, was kind of telling his uh, tales of being there, and he was talking about how terrifying these slides were because you like literally just pitch dark you had no idea where you were going all of a sudden like your legs would just go up and you're in the loop and all of a sudden you're just like flying outside of a mountain and it's like no thank you yeah and then like the fucking wind gets knocked out knocked out of you with how cold the water is yeah like i can't imagine anybody working as a lifeguard here like that would be such a stressful job and like people would die on your shift theoretically yeah yeah no and there's like 16 year olds not even like yeah you know oh we had some trained paramedics and shit it's just 16 year olds yeah that's what that's what they were saying and that was kind of like a a big theme of of the documentary was like basically um (laughs) the people who were put in charge of everything were like literal like 15 16 year olds like you could be hired at the park at 14 and then they would just like make 15 and 16 year olds managers Mm -hmm. and ride operators and like doing everything um and so like they're like that's just a lot of responsibility to be putting on not even literal children yeah so (laughs) like I know in part of this, it talks about his, how he creates his own insurance company so that he doesn't have to Mm -hmm. have insurance. And I wonder if he hired under 18 year olds to also get out of that kind of liability as well, because like, they're not liable. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It was, I'm sure there was every single thing that like was planned for this park was planned just with like money in mind. Mm -hmm. And that's it. It's just a it's just a way to make profit. The safety measures, like what was right and wrong wasn't Mm-mm. that didn't matter. It was all no. about You just wanted the to make money and you wanted to have fun in the way that speed is fun. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well that's yeah, that's what they were saying is that this was like a place that was that had just like a ton of young adults and teenagers and a lot of alcohol and not a lot of adult supervision and Mm-mm. a ton of rides that literally could kill you. So recipe for disaster right there. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So when we do first see Alice and Chains, it is after the speed slide, which is where he wanted them. Like you go up and it's seven stories high, and then you come down on it and mm-hmm. it just cleans out your butthole. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. like the filthy poop water that is being recycled up that slide? No. N- the water at this place must be fucking filthy. Just yeah. fucking filthy. 
God, when they were describing the wave pool water, how you couldn't see through oh, it because there yeah. was so much like gore and sunscreen, and human in it. waste. Yeah, oh, I wanted to die. This whole me too. Uh, this whole documentary made me want to die. Yeah, pretty much. Me too. Really I never want to go to any me. type of. Well, yeah, I never want to go to any type of like water park or amusement park ever again. Uh uh-uh. Well, I never really liked them in the first place because yeah. they've always been a little. Ugh. To me. Yeah, they are. They are a little gross for and sure. And I did almost have my own grave pool experience. The first oh, time I went into a wave pool, I was like 12. I went with two of my friends and I got stuck between two of those like round rafty things because people were uh-huh. on there, but you didn't have to be on that. So like I didn't yeah. have one and I got stuck in between there and almost fucking drowned. And oh my God. God, it was horrible. I, yeah, the only... So um, I'm from Cincinnati, and in Cincinnati, there's Kings Island, which is the big theme park, and there's a water park. And I remember going there when to the water park when I was younger uh, with, like, a couple of my neighbor friends. And the, I ha- the only memory I have from the wave pool is uh, one of my friends was, like, messing around. I don't know. But somehow she ended up kicking me in the face, like, really, really fucking hard. And I had this huge bruise on my face for, like, weeks after, so... Yeah, not wave pools. Just like, don't do it for me. Like, uh-uh. I'm good. I can sometimes Plus get around gross. a water slide, but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I could. I would definitely rather do a water slide than a wave pool. Mm-hmm. But oh my god. Okay, so I did a water slide. Chris is gonna laugh at me so hard when he finally listens to our podcast because this is my shining moment of being 29 full years old last year. I'm excited. I'm excited. <sighs> so there, we went. We stayed in this hotel in Orlando for a conference, and it had like a dedicated like slide and a little pool next Mm -hmm. to the pool and it was pretty fun and so I was like I'm gonna do it even though I fucking hate water slides but I just want to do it because it's like a theme park ride we're gonna do it yeah go for it I forgot I panicked on the way down I forgot to lay back so I was just sitting up (laughs) on this like two-story water slide and I started to take off and I was just screaming the whole way down, this is just in the behind a hotel. This is just behind a hotel. This is not a water park. <laughs> and I'm screaming and holding on to the sides to try to not, like, flip out of it. And then I just hit my feet at the bottom and do the full, like, where your feet hit and then your body comes up and over. And oh, you just go. <laughs> and the best part is Chris was up behind me <laughs> watching this whole thing happen. But my boss was <laughs> Because she had done it first and was, like, totally fine. And I'm just like, oh, no, I did not remember to lay back and cross my arms. I was just like, help me. (laughs) So, I mean, I had my own action park moment. Yeah, at least you survived and you didn't get any teeth lacerations. Close. It was close, though. Close. Chris would have gotten them. (laughs) Because it would have been my teeth. Poor Chris. Oh, man. Well, yes, that was the one. Speed slide was where it was the slide enema that Alice and Chains said that they felt Uh very cleansed. Mm -hmm. And then they went into the part that really just fucked me up. They just started talking about how the park was all asphalt. Oh, God. He said that they called it chopped meat feet. Yes, because your feet would just be, like, raw. Oh, I can imagine it. Get flip-flops. I know. I can feel it too. I can like feel it in my feet right now. I know. When I think about it. Oh, the rocks. Ugh. Yeah. No. Yeah. God, you'd be picking shit out of your feet wounds. 
Yeah, and no, no, you, you gotta wear shoes or something. But then it's just like, ugh. Well, just put get some water shoes and put those on and wear them. That's what I would do. Yes, exactly. Get some of those fucking jellies. Yeah, exactly. That's what I used to wear in the pool in the nineties when I was. Yeah, me six. too. Me too. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Okay. The good old days. The good old days after everybody died in the eighties. Yes. The smart ones <laughs> well, who made they, it through. Exactly. Not that natural selection at its finest. <sighs> or something. Um, okay, and so then the last two rides that I talked about, really, in this part, were the Aqua Scoot, which you said, which you mentioned. Yes. <laughs> and my, that Chris Gethard um, mm-hmm. quote about it, he says, I saw that and I just said, I'm going to Aqua Scoot a walk the fuck away from this thing. <laughs> I love that guy. He's so funny. He was so funny in this documentary. Like, but I yeah, can, no thanks. I can imagine nothing more stupid than to go down hot metal rollers on a piece of plastic in a bathing suit to then ride the plastic, hopefully, over the water. Yeah, but then they said that what happened, like people face planted all the time because they weren't like holding on to if, the Yeah, if you lean forward or... too much, the, uh, yeah. the, the front edge catches the water off the end of the slide and you just slam into the water. <sighs> yeah, that thing looked deadly. It's... I, I could feel my, like, I could feel the, like, burn uh-huh. uh, of, like, your skin on the hot metal. Like, oh, God, no. No, thanks. My feeling for that one was that you go to push yourself down the thingies, but you get your fingers caught in the first one, and it does that, like, mm-hmm. and catches your uh, little thingies, and you're just like, ah, all the way down. That would yeah. be what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I can see that very easily being me, too. Okay, and then the next one was the Tarzan swing, which is oh, what it says on the tin. And it was just, you took a, a swing rope thingy and you swung out over a big pool and flung your body out there. Yeah, and this was some of the, they were talking about how the water in this area was so fucking cold that, like, the shock sometimes, like, people couldn't breathe. Actually, they, um, one of the deaths that I was reading the Wikipedia article mm-hmm. on this page on here afterwards, and one of the deaths, there were six deaths in this park overall, and one of the deaths, which was a heart attack, but it was thought to be triggered by shock from the water being so cold in the Tarzan swing, um, because yeah, you just drop and it would just be like ice. Yeah. Nowhere. Holy shit. Yeah, they said it was like a spring-fed stream and it had like mm-hmm. trout in it, and trout are cold yep. water fish, man. Like that's. Yeah. That's going to be cold. Yeah. And then the best part, the part that all of us just love and want is that people can observe you while you're doing this because all the lines was just there at the railing. So you have like 75 to 100 people watching your ass slam into this cold ass water. I would never do this right just because of that. I I hate having people watch me and like, no, I don't want people to watch me like face planting into water. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially because they're like, bikini tops will come off. Uh, I'm no. like, I'm going to get out with like half a wedgie and a boob hanging out. It's, it's not going to be cute. It's not. Uh-uh. And they'll just yell at you. <laughs> I think yeah, it was funny. Talking... This is Jersey. Joel, yeah. You got to do it. This is Jersey. I know. That was another thing that kept coming up. A lot of people were like, it was Jersey. You had to do it. This was Jersey. And it's like, what the, like, fuck? what the fuck is up with Jersey? I don't relate to this at all. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, no, it was so much. Um, so then they started talking about how it was the 16 and 17-year-olds managing the park. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did like the one guy who was like, we lived through it. We regretted some of the things that we did. 
but we don't talk about it. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, we just don't talk about what happened. And it's like, oh, that's that's that makes me feel good. Okay. Yeah, it feels like you're like the stand by me kids. Like, oh, we found a dead body. Don't fucking talk about it. Yeah. So um, then we get into this story that one of the employees talked about, um, told uh, regarding Jean. Okay, so this story that was told by one of the employees, basically Jean called him in and was like, for he had this cow, this, um, what is it? Cattle prod. Cattle prod. This yeah. cattle prod that was, it was fake, but it looked real. And he like tricked him with it at first. And then he said that his plan was he was going to like basically hire a teen um, to pretend to get on one of the lifts without like getting a ticket first, like cutting mm-hmm. a line, getting a ticket. And they were going to basically stage it so that it looked like they were killing him with this fake uh-huh. cattle prod uh-huh. so that people to discourage people from not doing that. And, and so dude was like, I was 16 and I was like, haha, very funny. Not you shouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I was 16 and I was like, don't do that. And but, then they, and then they did, did it. it. When that guy was and, on vacation. Yeah. And they had like a bunch of people complaining because the, all these people thought they just saw this guy be killed with a cattle prod by employees for not getting a ticket for this lift. And it's like, what? What? What the fuck? <laughs> Like, that specifically, that part for me was, oh, yeah, I totally understand Donald Trump being a product of the 80s because this is 1,000% something he would do. It's like, oh, I'm not making enough money. These people are getting this for free. I want to pretend to kill one of them. Yeah. Um, no, it was that that story was just like, what in the fuck? And how did like, no, like, how do they just keep like going after this? All these things keep happening. And how do they keep just like keep going for years decades decades literal decades like, like what the fuck all the stuff that this documentary talks about happens in two years yeah the and, first two years of an opening yeah and it stays open for a long fucking time yeah like 19 years i think um so then this was more this was the fake insurance part mm-hmm. um and basically this whole part just went about how Vernon, the town, hated having to park there because everyone was hooligans, lots right. of traffic. He wouldn't pay his fucking bills or his permits. He was taking up their ambulances. Like, he was just destroying this little town and mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, it was a lot. Yeah, it was. But then the state just, like, sells him, the like, lets him, just, like, makes it his problem. So, I think I figured this one out. Yeah, I was confused about, like, what the fuck happened I didn't, here. I had, didn't do, like, real deep dive research on this, but this dude was really good friends with Chris Christie, ah. who basically is New Jersey. Right. And was at that time, too. <laughs> so I think that helped. Chris Christie and his ilk. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, like, this guy had connections, which is what ultimately did it for him. Mm-hmm. And until they started, like, actually cracking down on Wall Street scammers, right. he was literally blank check for this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. So this was when they started doing the ads, which were very good. Those ads yeah, the, were top I loved quality. them. They were so good. I just love the girl at the end of them, and she's just like, it's insane here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes it is but not in a good way <laughs> like are you trapped blink twice if you need help yes <laughs> um 
Yeah, so then they were talking about how there was the 20-foot-tall cliff jump, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to be a specific age or even metered out, so you could just jump up on top of somebody else. Yeah, and they didn't, like, monitor, like, how people were jumping. Like, they, like, you're supposed to jump, like, with your hands crossed or whatever. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly, but, like, they didn't really do anything. They just, people were just jumping and, like, literally dislocating their shoulder because they hit uh-huh. the water at weird angles. I mean, and, like, it's basically, you said, like, jumping off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> like it seriously uh, I mean, yeah again chris gethard the slide was good for people who wanted to jump off a cliff and treat it as a ride and not feel like they were committing suicide yeah like literally it's what it looked like like it oh yeah. god no thank you like i was a weird kid obviously <laughs> and um there was this book that i had and i can't remember what it was but it was like one of those big book of questions thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. what would happen to you if you jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge? And so it like described how best to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, but still probably like you would have your organs basically torn out your asshole. And it's a lot. And I think of that every single time someone cliff jumps. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's some light reading as a child. I like it. It was one of those books that, like, had all the stupid questions, like, our morbid questions, but in book form. Oh, yeah. And my parents got it for me because I was a weird child and I had gone through all of the child-friendly ones. (laughs) Nice. Nice. So they were like, yeah, you can get that one. And I'm like, Mom, did you know that if you don't jump in feet first when you jump off the bridge, um, you will, like, scalp yourself? And she's like, what are you reading, honey? (laughs) And I'm like, what if you jump feet? you only break all the bones in your feet that's it (laughs) no big deal god yeah jesus but (laughs) back to the cliff they had so many people like getting hurt and drowning and being knocked out and stuff that they had to paint the floor of the pool white so that they could see the people who were sinking to the bottom yeah yeah um yikes (laughs) god um so they had that big old slip and slide too, and that was where one of the guys mm-hmm. broke his neck. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Yeah. Well, then we get into the Colorado Colorado River ride, um, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be kind of like a like I think originally was supposed to be like a lazy river kind of thing, but then he Gene decided he wanted to basically make it emulate Class Four rapids. <laughs> And so you're like fucking jostling everywhere and like people would get stuck in certain spots and like other people would just have to come and like bang them to get out of the way. And there were Mm -hmm. never any lifeguards posted on the like there were lifeguard like, you know, stations throughout the the ride, but nobody was ever there. So, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was not good. Everyone got squished. Oh, and then when somebody had complained, I don't know if it was a parent or like a i think it was an employee who talked about how there should be lifeguards there gene says well there's no lifeguards on the actual colorado river i'm not on the actual colorado river gene i'm at your amusement park where i'm supposed to yeah, survive the day ride not suicide <sighs> um this also was when they started to talk about how the lifeguards had the the wristbands for people mm-hmm. that can't was the cfs swim. yeah can't fucking swim and so they would like watch those people mourn but then you know they wouldn't really be there yeah but they probably too. just they probably just use it to like make fun of people like oh he can't fucking swim let's push <laughs> him in the water <laughs> drown him yeah it was like man 
it was like all of the terrible bits of teenage stuff that you can do, like torturing people and having this fake authority over them and, you know, just not giving a shit. Uh. It was just like everything that's shitty about when you are a teen, this park was. Yeah, it's just not not a good situation and at all. Mm-mm. Um, did you notice that Crisscross was on stage and they were singing "Jump Around"? Yes, amazing. <laughs> I saw that and I just re- I just said Crisscross. <laughs> I was like, oh god, that was peak, just eighties. Yep, one peak. hit wonder. Um, oh god. So now we're on to Motor World. <laughs> We're on the Motor World. So Motor World was so. What was the first world called? Was it just Water World? I don't know. I don't think they named anything. I think they just had the separate world. Okay, yeah. That so was there called was Motor World. Yeah, that was the one area, and then you literally had to cross over the highway mm-hmm. to get to the other park, which was Motor World, which I thought was so fucking. Like, that just makes sense for this. Like, let's yeah. add some more danger. Like, I'm gonna cross a highway, and there was like a bridge, but like you know. People yeah. did stupid shit. Well, and they had that one guy, which we didn't talk about, who was testing one of the rides and mm-hmm. had the ball break off and he rolled across the highway. Yes. That yeah. was wild. Yeah. One of the design flaws for this world in particular was that there was a um, Grand Prix ride right next to the drink tent. And so a lot of people would just like get really hammered at the drink tent and then go and drive these like actual cars. Yeah, they were kind of like go-karts, but they were like on on speed yeah they could go speed. up to 65 miles per hour i think so yeah. like they were like cars like yeah. they could, you could do some damage with them um and all these people were just driving around drunk so that was cool and there weren't like any barriers on the track so people just drove i liked the story where one employee saw uh, somebody take one of the cars and chase another employee in it yes yes <laughs> yeah like you could just go literally anywhere and then, yeah, then the employees found that you could turn off the speed governor, which if you ever need to turn off the speed governor in like a golf cart or something to get away from zombies, it's usually underneath the seat. Like you Good lift up the b- bottom of the seat and it has like a switch. <laughs> Good to know. I, I learned that when I was an athletic trainer in high school. Nice. Um, yeah. So if you ever need to do that, that's how you do it. But they took these on the highway that ran through the park. Yeah, that's cool. Like... Being in an actual made-for-the-road thing, like a motorcycle doesn't have metal around you, mm-hmm. seems like a bad idea, and this seems like a worse idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no. So then they also had the super speedboats to go to the mm-hmm. motors, which were just regular speedboats. Yeah. Like, they weren't, like, drove... toy bumper boats or anything. Yeah, they, like, were real boats. And the one employee who worked at this um, ride told this story about how one guy comes and he, like, pulls up to the the dock. And then this other guy is coming really fucking fast from behind. And he, like, catches air, basically, and lands on top of the other boat. And this the lady, like, is basically thinking that this guy is decapitated underneath, but he's not. Mm-hmm. He's fine somehow. And, like. Because he fucking ducked, I guess. That should not be able to happen. No, no. They should not have propellers just there for you to get your head chopped off by. Yeah, yeah. And my favorite part of this, apart from the boat on the other boat story, was that the whole place was just full of snakes. It was just a speedboat snake pit. 
Yes, yes. Top quality, like, Indiana Jones, Miami Vice crossover. For real. <laughs> for real, yeah, but not, not great for an amusement park. Uh-uh. No, very bad. So then the other thing that they had in this area was the battle action tanks. Oh, boom, boom, boom. They were just regular tanks, like car tank bumper yeah. things, which mm-hmm. it wasn't super exciting except for the fact that they had fake guns that shot tennis balls out and you would mm-hmm. spin if the tennis ball hit you. And one dude soaked the balls in gas and then had flaming tennis balls and set everybody on fire. Yeah. I like the employee that was talking about that was like, yeah, he was he was ejected from the park. And I was like, I fucking hope he was. <laughs> like, that's like, what it takes. <laughs> literally setting other people on fire, I guess. Yeah. Like, holy um, shit, it was. They were no. in, like, Mad Max Thunderdome world. <laughs> For real. God. And um, then. And, and then we get into the, into the big guns. The yeah. Alpine Slide. So we had an Alpine Slide in Colorado that I never went on because I valued my life. But one of my mom's friends did go on it when I was really young. And this was like the main scary story for me because she was on it and obviously didn't break or something or didn't lean or whatever. And she flung off, broke her collarbone, like scraped off like all of the skin on one of her arms. Like, oh, uh, uh, no never did yeah. an alpine slide. And this is definitely one to yeah. not do, even if no. you do them. Yeah, it's no, no, it's it's literally deadly. They were talking about how so basically the Alpine slide, if you don't know, is like a concrete track down mm-hmm. a hill and you have these little like carts mm-hmm. that just like basically slide down the hill and they have like handles and you're supposed to be able to break and stuff. But they were talking about in this documentary how like most of the carts didn't break, like the brakes didn't work, mm-hmm. which like you you need those breaks. Yeah, yeah, they should definitely check on those. But yeah, alpine slides are super common in like ski resort towns and stuff mm-hmm. because yeah. the snow just fills them right up in the winter, so it can just be on a ski hill. Right. Which is cool. But this track was made of cement, fiberglass, and asbestos. Right. <laughs> and it was cu- and like it was just like down a hill and there were like rocks off the hill which foreshadowing mm-hmm. and <laughs> Chekhov's gun um <laughs> just it's just like not not they said a good... that people that like 50 to 100 people were injured each day each on the day. alpine slide and like yeah not all like broken bones and stuff but like scrapes bruises abrasions <laughs> yeah that's i mean that's 50 to 100 per day is crazy and they were they talked one of the <laughs> interesting parts of this was they were talking about how like if you got injured especially like a lot of the injuries were like basically like you said like your skin being taken off like huge like raw patches of your skin just off and so they would go to the infirmary where they would just like spray like what 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 did they say that it was do you know it was iodine and alcohol yeah so it was orange yeah it was orange and they would just spray it on you and obviously it would fucking hurt because that shit hurts Mm -hmm. and they had a circle drawn on the floor in the infirmary and they would like have the people stand in the middle of the circle and if you could like stay in the circle while they sprayed your wounds um you won a prize prize, and i think only like two people had won the whole time and they just gave him a pen they were like yeah we don't have we don't really know this like we weren't expecting anyone to get anything Which, again, I understand how both this has created Trump and 
is the brainchild of teenagers because this is yeah. peak teenager shit. Like, haha, when we're helping you, we're going to see mm-hmm. if we can embarrass you by how much it hurts. Right. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of a lot of these alpine slide injuries, like don't, like people don't like there's no way to know how many there were because the state only requires them to report serious injuries. So they're not going to report any like broken bones or like little things. Mm-hmm. They only are going to report the things that they absolutely have to. Yeah, and basically that meant if you didn't leave in an ambulance and go to a hospital, mm-hmm. you were not counted. Okay, so actually I, I had mentioned the rocks off the side um, mm-hmm. earlier. So this was one of the unfortunate scenes of one of the deaths at the park. Um, a teenager named George was going down the alpine slide and he flew off and hit his head on rocks and died. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, his mom was on the sh- I, I was on the documentary, kind of giving her two cents on it. And I, oh, Esther, <laughs> I felt I felt so bad for her. But I remember because they had her a couple times on, just giving like little comments before she like talked about who she was. Mm-hmm. And she, I, and she was like talking about how much of a horrible person Jean was, and she was like so mean. And I was like, man, why is she? She's really like really mean about it. Like not that yeah, he didn't deserve she really it. Hates and I was like, this guy. I was like, why does she really hate him? And then I was like. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, justified. <laughs> yeah, he not only basically killed her kid because they had told them to move the rocks before. Mm-hmm. Which, second of all, why do you have rocks on a ski slope? You should have all the rocks cleared out of the ski slope because that's yeah. how you get, well, you could just break skis, which costs money. Yeah. <laughs> or you could get seriously hurt. Yeah. yeah, like break people is the worst. <laughs> But yeah, so he went like fell into a coma and then later died. And Gene was a fucking shithead about the whole thing. He basically mm-hmm. said, "Ho oh, ho ho, fake news. This kid worked for me. Um, he was on the slide at night after the parks were closed and it was raining." And they're like, "No, yeah, that's not no. None of that." Well, is and true. then and they thought that he. It was interesting to hear him talk about how they thought that the main reason why he lied and said that he was an employee was because like he wouldn't have to report it or the the statistics wouldn't go yeah. into it because it wasn't like a, a member of the like public being yeah. injured it was an employee being injured yeah yeah it's yeah cuz they only had to talk about like sa- public safety not mm-hmm. like workers comp which probably yeah. fuck i don't know yeah. it was so bad it was oh fuck and then the when they went to sue him for it and their lawyer said teenagers are not worth much money. They're a liability. Wow. Yeah, they. It, it's not not good. How did anyone make it through the eighties? <laughs> I I truly don't know. I do not get it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um. Oh, and the other sad part was that Esther, when she came out of the hospital after George died, tried to jump in front of a truck. So yeah, that yeah, was it. Was Esther, really sad. Go fuck yourself, Jean Mulba Hill. For real, for real. Good thing you're um, dead. And this was, yes, good thing you're dead. And this was the point where um, Trump was on this, was on a little bit, um, uh, because I think Trump almost invested or was like considering investing in, I think, I'm not sure if it was a ski resort or the park or both, but um, <clears throat> but then apparently Trump thought it was too, it was too unhinged. And <laughs> that's when, um, when somebody was like, if, if Trump, he was like, no, he was like, Good for you, Gene. If Trump thinks you're unhinged, like you've really like that's you've really you've done really something outdone here. yourself. <laughs> yes. God. 
Yeah, and Gene was just a shit lord overall. He would always push mm-hmm. the lawsuits to trial. So even if he lost, he still bankrupted the family. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. But they won 93% of the time. And yes. if you did win, he wouldn't pay unless you sent the U.S. Marshals after him, mm-hmm. which is comical to have U.S. Marshals at an amusement park. Yeah, they, he just, like, kept coming, like, they, the, one of the employees was just, like, yeah, it was just, like, eventually, they just showed up in my office, and they were, like, you know what we're here for? <laughs> like, like, Jesus hey, Christ. <laughs> hey, what's up? God, yeah, so, I mean, that pretty much, so- oh, well, okay, so we have the last two things, the death things. Mm-hmm. So we have the kayak experience. Yes, which, which this one is seemed, fucking crazy. Yeah, it seemed like it should be relatively fine. It's just a kayak yeah. on a river stream thing, and you're just kayaking. But because he wanted to mm-hmm. make it more rapidy, make the water more choppy, he put fans under the water to mm-hmm. make waves, and um, they were not grounded, and somebody fell out of their kayak and touched one and died. Yeah. And not only did they die, but um, I-, I was reading this again on the Wikipedia article. Mm-hmm. They died, um, but then also, like, members of their family that were close by got really injured, too, because it was, like, I mean... Water, like, yeah. electric current in the water. Not, not good. But, yeah, like, that is crazy to me. Yeah. He literally just fell off his kayak and, like, stood to, like, get back up and just died because he stepped in the wrong place. And yeah. Well, and second of all, why do you have uncovered fans underwater? That's how you chop someone's foot yeah. off. Yeah. Like, what part of that is good in any way? None of it. Those are just spinning blades. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to the grave pool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I've already told my wave pool life story. Yeah, yeah. But this one was special and worse. <laughs> I don't know. So they said that this was how you they broke in new lifeguards. So the, your first shift, you'd always get assigned to the death chair, as they called it. And you would watch people in the death zone, which is when the water becomes shoulder high. And people start fucking freaking out and panicking and grabbing onto their family members and anyone around them and dunking them onto the water to try and live. Yeah, that's a great place to put somebody who's just starting out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think they said, like, within the first shift, they would have saved at least three or four people that shift. So, like, can you imagine your first day on the job and you've saved four people's lives? No. That's too much responsibility. (laughs) Fuck that. Yeah. And this was also one of the places that they painted the bottom of the pool white after the first Mm -hmm. year because people would get lost. (laughs) And I was, yep, because of... Not only how many people were in there, but how murky and gross the water was. Mm-hmm. And so I think two people died in the wave pool. A 15-year-old Yeah, I think it was either drowned. two or three died, yeah. Yeah, and then in 1987, I think that was the last death that's mm-hmm. noted there. Yeah. seems weird that they then went on for another, like, nine years with no incidents. Yeah, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. The wave pool was gross as shit. Horrible. Yeah. No thanks. And so full. And was I was just water. Watching this documentary like during COVID gave me so much anxiety to watching all these bodies so close together. Like obviously, like it's not the same, but like just think. Ugh. I just, mean, like, 
God, this is probably why like everyone there got like E. coli or Hep A. Exactly, you were just (laughs) shit water with everybody else with open wounds, Uh, barfing and throwing and yeah, peeing. It's just like (laughs) whatever else you could do. Like I joke about human broth sometimes, but that's true human broth. That that is the definition of human broth right there. It's like human stock. It's bone broth of humans. Ew, gross. Uh, yeah, so I think that's all the rides. That yeah, that's all the rides. Um, yeah, and then it kind of just talks a little bit about, like, kind of the downfall of it, I guess. And it's so weird how all the people that they interviewed still were, like, really nostalgic for it. And, like, seemed yeah, to, like... Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. Like, I do kind of get it with what Chris Gethard was saying... That it was kind of just a coping mechanism, like, mm-hmm. you you know, you go out for a couple drinks and you talk about how you almost died and you laughed about it, but then you go to your psychiatrist yeah. and you just talk about how you almost died. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely get that. But yeah, I, I was surprised, too, that there weren't more, like, especially, like, employees and things like that that really saw some shit, like, that weren't, like, more... I don't know. Outspoken about that. I don't know. Either they were drunk the whole time and remember very little of it, or... They have just repressed it so that they don't have to feel the weird guilt and responsibility and shit. Yeah. Probably a little bit both of those. Yeah. yeah. And I did like that they did compare Gene to Fire Festival and Theranos because... Yes. Very yes. true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it went away. The yeah, dude was... who kept bankrolling it finally got caught by the SEC in the 90s. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then it was, like, bought by the the people who own Whistler, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was changed into Mountain Creek. And they, like, took out most of the shit, obviously. Um, and, yeah. and that, But then I think wasn't, um, didn't one of the in, former employees mm-hmm. or somebody buy that from them? Yeah, because IntraWest is the people who own Whistler. And they mm-hmm. lost a lot of money, I think, right around the Olympics time-ish there. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember exactly when, but they lost a lot of money, so they just sold it for pennies. And the dude who used to live there, used to work there, bought it, which, again. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I feel like I wouldn't want to have any anything to do with that place anymore. Yeah, did you buy it? Because you know where the bodies are buried? Like, did you bury yeah. bodies on there on the land? Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, apparently his, uh, Gene's son, Andrew, was trying to revive it and like wanted to revive some of the old rides and like reimagine them but i just never went through thank god yeah they had that whole new cannonball loop that they had like modeled out and i was like Mm-mm, yeah still no just 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 scrap it all just scrap it all it's not a good idea no i don't understand why you want to go upside down in a tube full of dark water mm-hmm. yeah no thanks yeah, I think, um, and I have a no- actually a note, um, my last note is talking about how, and this kind of goes back to, I just, I thought it was really interesting how I felt like this documentary, while bringing up like the really crazy, you know, security and like issues and uh, <laughs> from this decade, I don't even know how to say it, but like they, they it seemed like they were really romanticizing kind of like the, the, the Mm -hmm. freedom that kids had in these ages in these decades like Mm -hmm. they were talking about how like their parents just had no idea where they were and they were at this park almost dying and it's like there was all this romanticism about like 
oh, you know, the Stand By Me kids. It was the last truly free generation. And it's yeah, like, and it's like, but that's, there's a reason we're not like that anymore because we realize that that's not okay. You should yeah. not be like that. Like, I know so many people who were like in their teens in the 80s who were like, yeah, so then I had to walk four blocks home with a broken arm because yeah, I was. It's like, no, they're. Out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. We've changed how, you know, things are because they needed to be changed. And it, I felt like, while I enjoyed this documentary a lot, I feel like it romanticized that a little bit mm-hmm. too much for me. At the end, it definitely got weird. I just wrote that it was toxic nostalgia. That was what I decided yes. that it really was. It was like, all of these people are so nostalgic for this time of, like, the Wild West. Mm-hmm. But then they are the people who raised the kids now who aren't allowed to go outside and who are overprotected. Yeah. That's that's really my biggest problem with that too, is like these people who are complaining about it, like you're the people who are, who like raised the generation who's not doing that. So like you had like, and that's the same thing that, you know, we can go back to boomers complaining about why we are the way we are because you guys made us the way we are, but Mm -hmm. okay. Um, But yeah. So I think I agree towards the end, it got a little like, we really want to be like, uh-huh. we really want to be putting this in such a positive light right now. Yeah, it's like, this feels a little weird for you guys to be nostalgic about it after we just watched Esther cry over her dead son. Yeah, exactly. It, it felt, it was a, it was a strange, a strange, like, shift in tone toward the end, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I do think it kind of encapsulated what I think 80s kids feel and were feeling yeah. then because, like, they were saying, you know, we would try to die for fun and it's still that kind yeah. of, like, nihilism and, like, that return to childhood where you didn't know if you were going to live or die and whatever Mm -hmm. life's Mm -hmm. happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) It's just stressful. It's stressful. Yeah. No, thank you. I need, I need, I I, no. I know. I feel like I need therapy after this much less than (laughs) for real. Like, I'm just like, God, no, like I'm never going to go to a water park again. Neither. But I was huge on them, obviously, but I was, Water parks have bad juju. <laughs> bad juju, for sure. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, just like, I don't even know what it is. Like, something, <laughs> something's in the water at water parks. Something and is people definitely go, in like, the water. people go, like, fucking crazy. They do. And it's like, I don't understand. Like, I get wanting to have a beer in the pool. And, like, you know, wanting to have a daiquiri in the beach or whatever. Yeah. But, like, getting fucking lit and driving a speedboat does not sound like fun to me. It doesn't sound like fun to me either. I, I don't I don't understand it at all. Like, mm-mm. That seems so stressful. You have to think so yeah. hard. I just want to lay on the beach and just veg out, man. Yeah, exactly. No thanks. Mm-mm. And, I mean, I love a good flume at amusement parks, but I just don't mm-hmm. like... Oh, yeah, those are fun. I don't like the, like, you have to get your body in the water with other people. Yeah. Ugh. I don't really like... I'm not a big water person in general like i don't really mm-hmm. like to swim that much i just don't like being wet i just especially I get that. my hair wet mm-hmm. so i yeah i'm just like i i can <laughs> exactly i could totally go without ever going to a water park again in my life and be fine um yes okay so i think that's it for our show this week i think so that was fun i love talking about amusement park deaths i know like i feel really bad that everybody died but also like could look at it and be like this is dangerous yes yeah i mean like i said kind of natural selection here i have to say also i watched this documentary with kyler my husband and he i have like he this was exactly his type of humor 
Mm-hmm. He has never, I've never seen him laugh as hard as he was laughing while watching this, mm-hmm. which like was kind of disturbing. He didn't laugh at like any of the parts that were like people dying, but it was like listening to people talk about how dangerous things was. He uh-huh. was cracking up. Like, it was so, it was so funny to watch. He was dying of laughter. It really does seem like a Kyler sense of humor. Like that kind <laughs> of is. just morbid, nihilistic, but like absurd. <laughs> yes. It's a hundred percent his type of humor. So that was fun. That was that. That's very funny. Yeah, Chris just like cringed the whole time because we both yeah. both of us were on the couch just being like, "Oh my butthole!" Just, yeah. Oh God! I know I said that when I was like, "Hey, let's do this. Just be prepared to clinch." Yes, yes. And maybe you'll have to. Yeah, I, I appreciated that warning because, um, yeah, it, it, it was needed. There's a lot of injuries that we all have had in our lives that you just get to relive. Yes. Get to feel over and over again. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. So I think that is our show for today. Yep. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon at TV Literate. Yes. And um, if you have any suggestions for things you'd like us to watch or any comments about this week's episode or anything, you can send an send those in on any of those outlets or you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com and stay safe don't go down any seven story water water slides mm-hmm. wear a mask don't don't drink the water don't step on <laughs> don't step on fans underground fans mm-hmm. and don't step on asphalt and get chopped meat feet yes just think don't of your little feet things. as little hamburgers Aw, cute little hamburgers. And with that, we leave you. (laughs) We will see you guys next time. I am Megan. And I am Jillian. And we are TV Literate.